Hey there, I'm Heather Mulder, a former AmLaw 100 partner who, just five years into my legal career, found myself questioning, why work so hard to barely be squeezing life in? So that I wouldn't become yet another attorney burnout statistic, I decided to redefine success on my terms from the inside out, which is what enabled me to build a profitable legal practice while navigating my way through the challenges of two kids and two bed rests, the 2008 financial crisis, and a battle with breast cancer. What I learned is that you can build a successful legal career without sacrificing your health or personal happiness. And I'm on a mission to help you do exactly that. Join me each week for practical, unfiltered advice on how to successfully navigate the challenging legal market and succeed in both law and life. This is the Life in Law Podcast. Hello, hello. This is Heather Mulder, host of the Life in Law Podcast, and I am excited to have you with me here today. So today we are talking about three common mindset blocks that make everything harder. These are things that I find really get in the way of you achieving goals, maybe growing your business if you're a partner trying to grow your business, and also non-career stuff, um, achieving big goals that you have, maybe losing weight or getting in better shape. These are very common roadblocks that we often don't see as roadblocks. We often don't realize it's a mindset thing. That is just making things harder, kind of helping keep us stuck. And we're just going to dive right in. So mindset block number one, expecting quick and easy. (laughs) I mean, how often do we get caught up thinking, oh, this should be easy or this should be so quick? The problem is this. Oftentimes our brains underestimate the amount of work and time that is involved. And when we think it's not going to take a lot of time, we automatically assume that means it's easier, which, by the way, the two do not translate. Just because something is quick doesn't mean it's easy and vice versa, right? But by thinking they're both, then we think, oh, this should be. That's where the word comes in, right? That word that we all hate, should. It should be easier than this. It shouldn't take so long. Here's the deal. Everything requires some level of work. Everything has some level of hardship, at least everything that is worthwhile. When we do something that truly is just quick and easy, we don't feel so great about it. It's not that we feel bad about it, but it doesn't feel the same as something that was challenging, that really tests us and getting through that. So you want to turn that around and understand that, number one, it's supposed to be a little bit hard. It's not supposed to be so quick. Otherwise, it wouldn't necessarily be worthwhile. The other thing is you don't really learn through the quick and easy. And you always want to have that mindset, that growth mindset of lifelong learning, wanting to learn, wanting to be challenged, wanting to, you know, move yourself forward as best you can. And the only way to do that is to push yourself. That's how we grow, right? So just note, there are times for concentrated hustle. There are times for feeling hard, for being challenged so that you can grow. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't going to be times where it feels less hard, but that doesn't necessarily mean easy. Just remember that hard is valuable. There's value in that. There are lessons in that. There is growth in that. And so that's the actual answer to the problem, to acknowledge the hard to acknowledge 
the time investment to acknowledge it's not supposed to be so darn easy and reframe it into what's being learned, how you're growing, how it's challenging you, and how you'll be better for it on the other side so that it starts to feel productive, even good, which then, this is the bonus, doesn't feel so dang hard. There's something about this mindset shift. There's something about this mindset shift that when you acknowledge, accept, embrace the hard, the work, the time, and you go into it understanding that, being okay with it, and not just being okay with it, but totally embracing it by reframing it into what you're gaining from it, it actually feels easier. (laughs) Crazy, right? Doesn't mean it is easy. It just feels like it's not so bad, not so hard, and can even start to feel more fun. This is something that I specifically try to help my business clients with. Business development in and of itself isn't rocket science. It's pretty simple. But that doesn't mean that hard work doesn't go into it. That doesn't mean that time isn't invested. It is. You have to spend a lot of time. You have to be consistent. You only see real results through consistent persistency. You got to be consistent and persistent and keep going. And learn to hear no, which is really, really hard. It never becomes easy to hear no, right? We don't like it. But it doesn't feel so hard when you go with it with the right mentality, which then allows you to kind of show your skills better, to be you more, to be more authentic, which then does make it feel easier, okay? All right, so expecting quick and easy, you want to reframe that. Mindset block number two, thinking you should be where you want to get to already. Two words. Stop it. It's holding you back. You are where you are. You're not going to get to where you want to be by focusing on where you want to be and only focusing on where you want to be. Because when you do that, you think, I should be further along. I should. And you start beating up on yourself. You start comparing yourself to where you thought you'd be. You start, even worse, comparing yourself to other people. You need to step back and accept where you are Embrace it. Embrace the here and now. This is where you are. You are starting from somewhere. So that you can start figuring out, well, what's that first step to start moving me forward? And then the other next step. You cannot make your own stage, get your voice heard, become that person you want to be, be where you want to be without accepting where you are. There's this phrase that we use in coaching, meet your clients where they are. I want you to meet yourself where you are. Be honest with yourself. Embrace it. Be okay with it. It's fine. Just take that next step. But you can't take that next step unless you meet yourself where you are. So I remember back when I first started practicing law. I came in all bright-eyed, naive as I'll get out. I got a project. I did it. I felt great about it. I handed it in. And a couple hours later, I got it back, and I swear to you, there were only a couple sentences on a one piece of paper, like little letter agreement that I did on one page, maybe a couple sentences that weren't touched. There was so much red on it, and I was devastated. And from that moment forward, I kept comparing myself to all the lawyers I was working for, including one who had more than 25 years of experience and probably one of the most brilliant people I've ever worked for. 
I was miserable, partly because of that. I mean, I've talked at other times about how I had no boundaries. I jumped through a million hoops. I had all these issues that made me miserable, that led me to kind of a breaking point. But part of the reason for that was because I kept thinking I should be further than I was. So when I had to kind of reshift my entire mentality and step back and say, okay, I need boundaries. I need to do the things I need for me to be show up better so that I can be a better lawyer. I had to shift this part of my mindset too because this was part of that that led me to act that way. I kept thinking I should be smarter, better, further than I was. And it wasn't until I finally met myself, like, okay, this is where I am. This is where I'm supposed to be given everything I've gone through to this point. Here's a reasonable place where I'd like to be a year from now. Let's work on that. What's the next step? And it's interesting how this works because I thought I'd gotten over that. But I kind of had a little bit of it again when I was promoted to partner. And then I had it again (laughs) when I first left my legal practice and started coaching. I started looking at, okay, well, this is what successful coaches do. This is the money they're making. This is how their lives are. They're, They're spending less time working, yet making great money, which, by the way, a lot of them aren't. They kind of lie. But there are those that do, right? And that's what I'm now building. But I couldn't get to the point where I was actually starting to build it and getting closer to it until I let go of this mindset of thinking I should be where I are, where I wanted to be in the future. I didn't meet myself where I was. And so the point of these stories is we all do this at some time or another. It's a very human tendency. Because if I do it, even after coach training and knowing to look out for it and helping other people get around this, you're likely to do it too. We all do it. And so it's okay. It's normal. But that doesn't mean you have to stay stuck in it. So I want you to get real honest about, okay, this is where I want to be. And it's absolutely okay where I am now. It's okay where I am now. Meet yourself where you are. Focus on the here and now. Look to others for advice and ideas who may be further along. See what they've done that's been successful that you might want to emulate. But without comparing, you're looking to pick and choose to see what you think might work for you on that next step and only that next step. And then once you get through that next step, you do it again. So use it as motivation. Hey, this is evidence that I can get there too. Because look where they were versus where they are now. So add that into, we always forget, right? We see where people are as a big success, but we don't look back and say, well, this is where they were. They were where I am now. And if they can do it, I can do it. So turn it on its head and start utilizing it in that way so that you can say, okay, if they can do it, I can do it. And here's some of the ways they did it. And here's what I want to pick and choose that's going to work for me. And here's how I want to change it for me that's going to work for me. The other thing I would say that's really important is it's really good to remind yourself that when we imagine we're going to be further along, right? We all we start our careers and we think five years, 10 years from now, this is where I'm going to be. And it very rarely happens because we assume life won't happen, but it's going to be this linear path that 
doesn't exist. Life is not linear. We have to like go off on different areas, come back. Sometimes we pivot. Things change. We change. Circumstances change. All of that culminates into where we are now. So you are exactly where you're meant to be right now. The question is, what's that next step that you want to take so that you can get closer to the vision that you're currently envisioning? The thing I would say to that too is understand you once had a vision, right? You have a vision now, these long-term visions for where you want to end up, for what you want life to look like, for what you want to have achieved. It's going to change. It's never static because you are going to change. So accept that that's okay, that it's normal to change, to not be there because life got in the way. Better things happened with new life lessons and experiences and they've made you into the person whom you are, who's more ready to move on to whatever that next step is. So I want you to really start opening up to this new mindset so that you can meet yourself where you are and so that you can always have an ever-changing version of, you know, what that vision is for your life that's never going to stay static but you're never actually going to get to. The thing I'd say to that is when you kind of come from it from that angle, you go bigger, you achieve more because you're always okay with never getting there and it pushes you to get even further. And it becomes more exciting and more interesting and fun as opposed to, oh my God, why am I not where I wanted to be? No, just totally flip that mindset completely. Okay. Mindset block number three, just going along as planned without reconsidering whether it's even needed. So this isn't one of those things that necessarily gets us stuck as much as off track and overwhelmed. Oftentimes, we have like say a goal or a bigger vision and then we set our goals and then we decide, okay, these are my strategies for achieving my goals. This is what I want to do. And we realize that we need to start with one because you only have so much time. But later on, after you get more comfortable in it, you're going to, you know, double down, start with that strategy, and then a couple of months from now, you're going to add another one. And this is your plan. And you go along and you follow the plan and you get to a place where you're supposed to implement the new strategy. But the original one's working really, really well. You don't have to use the new strategy. We often decide, oh, I still have to do it because this is what I planned. But no, you don't. If what's already, you know, been done is working well for you, you don't necessarily have to add more to your plate because all that does is overwhelm you. So for example, let's say you wanted to grow your business to get over a million this year and you have two main strategies, networking through current relationships to grow current clients and asking for referrals. Actually, three. A third is speaking at events. Well, you don't really have time to speak initially. You've got a lot going on, and you really want to focus on growing current clients. So you do that, and it's very successful for the first six months of the year. And then you've been asking for referrals here and there, and you're starting to get some bites off of that. But it's time to start the speaking. You, you promised yourself by mid-year you were going to start speaking, and so it's time. And you double down and you, you know, say, I'm going to do it, which takes away from time from the networking you've already been doing. Why? You don't need to do that. If it's been working 
and you're growing your business and you're on track to get above, you don't necessarily have to add that other thing. Now, you may still want to, but it's really important to reevaluate and truly reconsider whether it's necessary and wanted because you may make a different choice if you reevaluate, honestly. The other area this shows up is not just when it comes to goal achievement and strategies and things that you said you'd do. I've gotten into this a little bit already, but it applies here. What you wanted two, three, four, five years ago, maybe even a year ago, is not necessarily going to be exactly what you want now. Things have happened that weren't planned that have changed you. Your priorities have likely changed, which is all okay because it's life. So this is why I say it's really good to embrace this evolving definition of what your vision is and really re-kind of reconnect to that vision, continue to grow it, get clear at least annually onto what that is because it should change for you based on whatever has been changing within your life, based on your current priorities, based on current relationships, based on what's happened, right? You want to reevaluate that because just because you had set something up a year or two, three years ago, you may have changed your mind and that's okay. And you do not have to go forward. Going forward without rethinking this, without reconsidering, is how people get massively off track. How people, and this happens with a lot of clients who come to me, or has happened really, they come to me because it's happened. They come to me saying, well, I had this massive vision of where I wanted my practice to be and I've been practicing for 15 years and I'm there. But now I'm kind of wondering, why did I ever want this? Why did I work so hard for this? I'm not very happy. And it's not that their original vision was wrong for them. It, it was a good vision for them at that time in their life. But things changed. Circumstances changed. They changed. And they didn't go back and reevaluate what that vision was. So they were always going towards this one path. It became the wrong path. They should have branched off. That would have been the right path. That's what I mean by pivoting, right? There are times in our life where we need to pivot. There are different seasons of life. And I talked about this in a prior episode. So I highly, highly recommend you go back and you listen to it if you haven't. Maybe even revisit it if you have. It's about changing priorities and how to know when your priorities have changed and reevaluate things. I will put a link to that in the show notes. The other thing I would say that's kind of helpful on this, when you're going along as planned, and sometimes we think, well, but, but I should. I should keep going. I'm so close. I've put so much time and work in. We get this (laughs) sunk cost fallacy, right? I saw that all the time as a finance lawyer where my clients would put so much money into a borrower who was going down the drain that they would just keep throwing more and more and more and more at them when they shouldn't. Because they'd already put so much in. But just because you put a lot in doesn't mean you need to throw more away, number one. Right? And you are throwing it away if it's no longer the right thing for you. Now, what you've done before is it has not been thrown away because you can learn from it. It's made you into who you are now. So long as you reevaluate and you move forward, pivoting however you determine is best for you in that moment. And you continue to do that. It's never been wasted time, energy, or money. Never. No matter what. I do not consider my law school, you know, the money I spent to go to law school, the time, the long 
investment that I had in my legal career to have been a waste. It's enabled me to be where I am now and to help lawyers. And I am willing to bet that 10 years from now, I won't be doing exactly the same thing. I probably won't be five years from now. I may not have this podcast then, right? I will morph into something different over time, just like you will. We all do. And that's a good thing. So whenever you have that should, well, I've, I've, I've sunk so much time. I've sunk so much energy. I've sunk so much investment, whatever it is. This is what I planned. This is where I need to keep going. Ask a question that I covered earlier this year. Says who? Go back and listen to that episode. Learn to ask that question of yourself when this comes up. Okay. I want you to get away from these very common pretty much universal mindset blocks. If you have not yet downloaded the Life & Law Roadmap, highly recommend you do it. That resource will also help you with some mental strategies for how to deal with common mindset blocks like the ones we talk about today. And then also how to just take action every single day towards the things you actually want so that you can succeed in both law and life. Because what is the point in succeeding in law if you're not succeeding in life as well? All right. That is it for today. Bye for now. Are you tired of barely squeezing life in thinking, shouldn't there be more to life than this? Do you want to get to the next level, but without losing yourself in the process? Are you ready to start thinking and doing differently so that you can stop doing the same things over and over and over, hoping for a different result? If any of this speaks to you and you're ready to do something about it starting now, book a call with me to find out how I can help. Go to lifeandlawpodcast.com forward slash free call.